0: Another week, game two, test two, um, Tuesday practice, and tomorrow's Wednesday, and players have weights. We work on third down, and it's the next opponent, so all eyes forward.
1: Let's look back for a second, Coach. As you watched the film from the game last week, did everything kind of match what you thought when when it was happening live?
0: Well, I think when you put the tape on, you always see things you don't see during the game, and then... The second third and fourth time you watch the tape you always see things you didn't see the previous time too that's always been the case really so uh, you know last Saturday night was a great night for everybody involved with JMU uh, it was a tremendous effort expected a kind of a tougher challenge uh, it wasn't perfect there were mistakes that you know against better teams uh, things we have to clean up so
1: obviously Todd was outstanding, and we've had a chance to talk to him a little bit now. But take us through recruiting him a little bit and, and how that worked out. And, and had you seen him at previous stops or in high school? Did you know about yeah. Todd before this year?
0: Well, you know, we were searching for a transfer quarterback. Uh, we liked Billy. We had Alonzo coming in. Uh, I was looking for an older guy that had played. Uh, we we had uh, discussions with a few other guys. And uh, Todd, came available. Um, And I initiated the contact, talked to his old coach, Coach Adazio. Um, And, um, you know, we were fortunate that it all came together.
1: Is there something that you saw in him that that you thought might fit really well with what you guys do offensively?
0: I I like the fact that he threw the ball well and and was a good athlete. I've had really good success in the past with guys like that. They can can beat you with their arms, arm and legs. Uh, The fact that he had... Started at quarterback, uh, put up pretty good numbers. You know, they didn't win a lot of games. Uh, but, you know, he had some really good games. And, you know, their style of offense was different than our style. I really liked him on the phone a lot. He was very positive. Uh, he was close to finishing his MBA. He had good grades. <clears throat> and uh, it, it all came together.
1: I want to ask about the coordinators a little bit, too, in, in- – Obviously Bryant in his first game as the DC. Um, do you? We'll start with Bryant, I guess, first of all, and talk about him and and how that's worked as him taking over for for Corey. Do you feel like that's been pretty seamless?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, he's added a few things, uh, but kept the base package. And I uh, thought we had a good spring. Started camp good. Then we got hit with the COVID and lost our D line for a while, and things kind of went backward on defense. Uh, but we got that straightened out, I thought you know the seven to ten days before the opener, I could see it coming back together, and we just flew around and got after him and Bryant's been with me a long time <clears throat> he had been uh he was a really good player at ball State, had been a graduate assistant in Indiana, high state for urban Meyer, coach small college. he wasn 't making very much when I hired him about six thousand dollars. The big coup was year two. I got him to turn down a twelve thousand dollar job to stay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he went to Kel Davis, and when I went to Elon, to hired him back. And, uh, you know, he's got a good football mind. And, uh, you know, they, our defense was outstanding Saturday night.
1: And then Mike, too, his second year calling plays for you. Right. Do you. Do you see a more confident offensive coordinator, more, more comfortable?
0: Yeah, I think so. It's probably a little tough on him because I'm in the room all the time, and, you know, I'll have suggestions and recommendations. But uh, he's another guy that's been with me a long time. Hired him from Pitt as a graduate assistant, and he grew every year. Came to me about the coordinator job, uh, you know, when uh, Shane left, and uh, bringing Tino in was a big key to that too, uh, a good quarterback guy. And I liked what Alabama was doing on offense, and I wanted some new ideas throwing the football. So that that's worked out real well. Mike's very detailed. Does a great job of putting it together. I thought he called a really good game Saturday night. Every time I second-guessed them, it went for a big play.
1: You've used the word tests a lot when you're describing this season. What about Norfolk State presents a, presents a test for this team?
0: Yeah, I mean, Norfolk State, um, you know, they had a rough opener against Marshall. Uh, they're playing up. Uh, and uh, this is a week it's all about your standards and how you do things, your standards of preparation. Uh, you know that they really can't change. Um, you know, and you know, when we when we play at home, we play with a lot of energy. and we fly around, and that can't change. And we, and we execute well. And that can't change. And uh, so, <clears throat> obviously, it's a different kind of challenge. Uh, but you know, respect for their program, what they've done in the past, our players feel the same way. Um, and we've got to get ourselves ready to go. Kind of going back to maybe
2: when maybe you were in kind of like a Norfolk State shoe, like at Elon when you were playing, you know, Toledo and USF in 2017, 2018. What do you kind of get out of those matchups when you're kind of at a talent disadvantage like that? And how do you kind of try to prep the guys during a week like that?
0: Yeah. Well, we just kind of – my first game was at Toledo. They won the MAC that year. And Elon had not won many games before I got hired. And uh, we just went up there and we were going to play our game. And uh, one play at a time. You know, we really had a good spring, good camp tried to change the identity of the team, which I thought we had done. And Even though we lost, we, I liked the way we flew around up there. And After the game, I thought we had something, and we did. We went on to win eight in a row.
2: You kind of talked about you know, Todd having qualities that you've had other quarterbacks with. Does he remind you of any quarterbacks that you've had before?
0: I had a guy named Lenny Williams at IUP. Uh, he was a transfer from Temple. He was from Pittsburgh, Stow Rocks High School. Got him about my fifth year there. I think he rushed for over 1,000 both years I had him. Uh, The second year, he led the country in pass efficiency by a very, very wide margin. He had uh, a year or two of eligibility left when I took the Elon job. He was a tremendous athlete. And, uh, you know, Toddy is uh, similar but a little different. Um, You know, Toddy throws a little better. And Toddy's 220 pounds. and um, You know, Toddy's... uh, they were both great competitors. So we had a lot of success with Lenny, and we had success Saturday night with Toddy. Uh, and, but, you know, every game's a little different. There were things that we thought we could take advantage of against Middle Tennessee. And every week it's kind of a little bit of a different game.
2: Were you surprised at all kind of how Saturday went and how much success that Todd was able to find coming kind of in the first game with a with new team?
0: It took him a little while to get settled in that first series. He made two really poor reads in a row. Um, and, uh, but then he got his feet on the ground. He completed the third down pass to Reggie and then started to get his feet on. The ground. He still missed one or two balls. He'd be first to tell you that, but the way he competed and made something out of nothing and his command and his confidence and his presence really started to show up as that game went on. Every time I go back and watch that game for the third time or fourth time, I see the impact that he had on that game. Uh, and he made a couple of really nice throws as, as it got going. So, uh, you know, he's going to have a lot of media attention this week. Fortunately, he's a six-year guy. And, you know, I don't think he'll be affected by it too much. Um, and uh, – but, uh, you know, very encouraged as is everybody.
2: Yeah, and then yesterday you kind of talked about Jalen a little bit and, you know, how you had a lot of confidence in him kind of stepping into that role and he was able to, to do it. What about, you know, his play kind of coming into the year gave you that confidence and then he was able to kind of show you on Saturday? Jalen. Walker.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, because he did it in practice. And he was just a backup to Tuck because Tuck was a starter and was one of the leaders, so Tuck didn't come off the field very much. And Jalen just needed repetition. Repetition is mother of learning. And uh, we, we thought he had an outstanding future, and he had a really good first game.
2: Kind of same on the same boat with with Taurus Jones kind of stepping in, kind of replacing Kelvin in that same spot. Was there was that a similar kind of situation?
0: Absolutely. I mean, his upside is through the roof. What he what he potentially can do, and uh, he had an outstanding game also.
1: Assess the the O line. Obviously, um, Todd helps that O line at times, trying to get out of some things. But but you ran the ball well. Obviously, you, you threw it well too. Protected pretty well. Were you happy with how they played up front?
0: Yeah, I thought we played fairly well. I think they all can play better. And, I mean, uh, left tackle, playing his first game at left tackle, left guard, first game at left guard. Center keeps improving. You know, the right guard plays really hard. He's a tough guy, but fundamentally he's got some things he's got to clean up. Kidwell was very solid. Uh, tight ends were good. Zach Horton was outstanding.
1: Yeah, talk about Zach a little bit, because he, he obviously he had the penalty blocking out of bounds, but – he showed some physicality, some toughness. Um, mm-hmm. He he was really good, wasn't he?
0: Oh yeah. I mean, he didn't know that he couldn't block the guy, sustain his block once the guy was out of bounds. He didn't know that. You know, he got to cover all this stuff. <laughs> 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 uh, but just, you know, he he, loved, he He's a nasty guy, and he's a good athlete, tough physical guy, and uh, got good hands. He moves well, good blocker, good future.
1: So the wide receivers and Todd got a lot of attention for getting on the scoreboard for JMU, but a lot of people also took notice in the running back room, and particularly in Percy coming back, it looked like he didn't miss a single beat after missing the majority of last season. I mean, how exciting was it for you to be able to see him out 100% again?
0: Oh, really exciting. I thought he ran really well, uh, ran hard, you know, made good cuts, broke tackles. And uh, it was good to see him get going. I thought Kalon really ran well, too. And, and Latrell early in the game made some really nice runs. So, And then that whole running game just opens up when the quarterback is able to pull the ball. You know, now all of a sudden, you know, they can't just sit in there. You know what I'm saying? It opens up the pass game, too.
1: And talk to me how – those three, uh, Percy, Latrell, and Kalon, feed off of each other a little bit in that running back room to have like such a good connection.
0: Yeah, that running back room has always had very good karma. <clears throat> Matt uh, Merritt established that really back at Elon then when he came here. And then John Miller has done a great job of keeping it going. Those guys all pull for each other. Uh, they're their, each other's biggest fans. And, uh, you know, that's really great to see.
1: How would you guys find Brent Austin? You don't recruit California that often. He didn't have much, many offers, and
0: he's on the field first game. Yeah, that was Matt Burkett, who, who grew up in California for a while, has some California ties, um, families from out that way. And uh, a personal trainer who was a friend of his was training Brent, called Matt. Near the end of recruiting, he had this uh, guy he thought could really be a good player. He had a FCS offer out west, but didn't want to go FCS, so – Came to visit, uh, I think it was during spring practice, maybe. And it was strictly a matter of, you know, distance and that kind of thing. And uh, as soon as he got here, you know, he came in a little late in the summer, I think a couple of weeks after the other guys. <clears throat> and uh, he's done a really nice job for us. He's, he's got a lot of talent.
1: Has he been one of the biggest surprises?
0: Uh, pleasant surprise, but we had track times on him. We could see things on tape that matched up and thought that he could potentially come in here and compete because we were looking for some help at corner.
2: You were without a couple of guys this weekend, like Noah Turner and Solomon. When do you kind of expect to get them back out there?
0: Yeah, um, far, you know, fairly soon. We'll see. You know, I don't like to talk too much about injuries and stuff like that, but, uh, you know, I don't think it will be too long.
1: Give us a scouting report on Norfolk State, both offense and defense. What have you seen on film out of these guys?
0: Well, they've only got seven senior starters. They lost a lot of guys, I think, last year. The line's big on offense. The running back was newcomer of the year in the conference last year. They got some wideouts that move pretty darn well. <clears throat> Quarterback's new. Uh, defensively, the two linebackers were all conference in the field corner. And, uh, you know, they've got good speed. Uh, but, you know, they had a rough opener against Marshall, and uh, I'm sure they're not very pleased about it, looking to rebound and, and have a better showing on Saturday.
2: You know, when you watch that Norfolk State film and obviously, you know, playing Marshall, a team you'll see later, is there anything you maybe picked up from Marshall that you think might you might be able to use in, you know,
0: months' time? Well, really the focus is on, Mar- or on Norfolk State. You know what I mean? I mean, they're they're playing Marshall, so you get to see Marshall a little bit, which will be the case with all the Sunbelt teams. We actually have all the Sunbelt games in. You know, they come in every Sunday. So, you know, if I wanted to, I could watch App and Texas State and Arkansas State and Georgia Southern. But, you know, I wouldn't do that, would I?
1: You don't like watching film, do you?
2: (laughs) And then I think last thing for me, you know, kind of going back to Todd with, you know, how much he ran with 14 carries and, you know, also took some hits in the pocket. Is that maybe something you monitor going forward? How many, maybe, how many hits he's taking with a running quarterback? I think
0: quarter so. You know, some of the hits were because he had guys open and didn't throw it and ran, uh, especially early in the game. Uh, and then some were plays where he could hand it off or keep the ball. The nice thing about those plays – when he keeps it. He's outside, away from a lot of the stuff. So it's usually a one-on-one tackle. You know what I mean? Remember now, he's 220 pounds.